What's happening, Good Fighters? Coming to you live with a whole lot of connection, intention, and purpose. This is the Good Fighters Podcast. Dr. Nash Stopko, Dr. Gates Mayer. What's good? How you doing? What's happening, big dog? Glad to have another day of success and brotherhood. Yeah, man. And fight club hood. <laughs> Something of the sort of the fight club, right? <laughs> Something of what that would be called. Right. No, nah, man, it's good. It's a good day to be alive. Um, have a lot of gratitude to even just be uh, here on October 13th, 2022. Got a lot, of, a lot of things coming down the pipe and a lot of, a lot of things that I don't know, we got a lot of potential moving forward. So, Yes, sir. Speaking of, I meant to tell you this earlier, but we need to talk about MLS in the beginning of November. Bro, yeah, actually, I was, I was just thinking about that, too. Um, are you looking to come down? Yeah, Let's I was go. just thinking about that the other day. Let's as go. long as the timing works out, so we're not going to be in Canada. Yeah, I want I want to make that happen. Okay, so. cool. I'm gonna get you that date because uh, yeah, the sooner the better. Because yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a spicy one, man. I've been talking with a lot of the the club members, a lot of the club leaders there, and uh, dude, they're doing some good stuff, man. They're growing, and uh, this is in Chicago, right? No, no, it's Davenport. Oh, it's in Deport. Oh, that'd yeah. be better. Yeah, I don't man. know why I was saying Chicago. Ah, bro, Fountainhead. Strength of the Fountainhead, bro. Dude, whenever I, whenever I just, like, talk about Davenport or, like, the Fountainhead, I don't know. Something just hits in the soul where you're, like, you know, like, how it feels, like, on a sunny day and you're just basking in the sun? That's how mm-hmm. my soul feels. Dude, no doubt. <laughs> Tapping in, bro. Sacrum, Honestly. Sacrum Chakra, bro. I mean, when you can ground in Davenport, it hits different. Definitely hits different. I think when I went back for homecoming, that was one of my favorite things that I was able to do to just help make myself uh, reconnect with abundance a little bit. Mm. It's just the ground into the fountainhead because, yeah. you know, when it comes to names, names have a lot of power. And there's, it's by no accident that it's called the fountainhead, the head of the fountain, right? Yeah. Um, fountain of life, whatever, you, whatever your inclination is for what that fountain is, there's... Uh, a lot of power behind it and i definitely feel that every time i go back fountain of power yeah dude for sure uh, that's what it is man that energy it hits different yeah like <laughs> power right yes sir huh. um so yeah i'll get you that date man but uh any uh, listeners that catch this before uh, but, uh, i don't want to butcher it but i believe i want to say november 9th um, that's the date. That sounds about right. I knew it was in those first two weeks or something. Mm, might be the fourth. So it might even be less than a month away. Oh, shoot. But, okay. uh, yeah. Are you um, leading? <laughs> no, but I will be facilitating. Oh. So uh, it'll, be a, it'll be a good crew, man. Um, there'll be a lot of other legends there. Dr. Wade, Dr. Nathan. I believe oh, Dr. Zach Thomas. Uh, Dr. John Olson. And then I really, I really hope we get blessed with, um, let's see who else. Cause I think they just posted it on IG. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, it's the 19th and 20th. Even better. 
Yep, later in the month. So Fight Club. Let's yeah. see y'all. Right. Um, show I'm out, man, because it's such a yeah, it's I a, won't be going to Canada during that time, so that will work out okay. perfectly, I think. Um, if if we are so lucky, <laughs> Dr. Gabby Goldock will be there too. Um, I don't know, such we a might yeah. have to we might have to do a live uh good fighter session. Uh Knights of the Round Table episode. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Dude, that's ooh, that makes you feel spicy inside. And talk about grounding from a place of abundance, dude. That mm. nothing like it. So yeah. I'm excited. Now, yeah. I was already very excited. Now I'm like extremely excited. So that's what's up. Um, I know just off of talking before we started today's episode, we're looking to dive into into Live Hard. Which, yeah, for those of you that have been listening to us for a while, uh, Dr. Gates and I are avid advocates and uh, practitioners of 75 Hard and the Live Hard program. And this was my first time completing Live Hard. And I wanted to share a little, little about my experience, a little bit of the things that I had uh, come privy to or had kind of drop in for me. But, um, I also would like to touch base on yours too. So let's make this a conversation about live hard, I guess. Yeah. Um, background. If you don't know about live hard, look up Andy Frisella, live hard, uh, the ultimate guide to personal excellence and self-discipline, mm. ultimately achieving a, the higher version of yourself um, as a chiropractor. I can't think of a better program to adhere to, especially when you're leading on everybody on a path towards health, wellness, and just self-empowerment because it truly does yeah. all of that and more. But the whoever whoever you want to become, this will get you there. Hopefully you want to be become yourself, just the ultimate version of yourself, sure. right? Right. Yeah, even well better said, yeah. But that being said, I think that's uh something that I've I don't know if it's been weeks, months, but something I've had, I've come more into my, uh, I guess, self-empowerment of is not just being content with self of myself. Yeah. Really, uh, I am who I've been looking for mm. and stepping into the best version of me and authentically me is the, the best way to just continually get better in every arena of life. Yeah. Currently, as a boyfriend, as a um, as a leader, as a mentor in health and my chiropractic practice, as a friend, um, as a brother, as a as a son, I the best way I can t- continue to not just give honor to those who got me to this point, but to myself and my family is to be myself. Yeah. yeah, you know, I've said it before, but it's easy to have those shackles kind of slowly creep their way back in on different areas of your life. And uh, it just takes a little bit of awareness to, to, to take a peek and see where you're kind of not holding yourself back, but where you're weighing yourself down and to unweight yourself from that is very liberating. So it's an, an honest interception of all the things that hold you back Mm -hmm. and for you did you have the kind of the intentions that you just laid out did you have any intentions right there before you went into phase three 
or or even live hard as a whole mm. i'll speak on phase three and then i'll speak on live hard phase three um obviously going through phase one and phase two those prepped me to an extent but i knew phase three is a different beast within itself but also at the same time this is like the 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 culmination of of the work the super bowl have you or the championship the the world series right this is where it all comes to a head and this is where you put all the pieces together and really step into the highest form right and my intentions were i knew i was really going to be pushing myself and stretching my my current limits and i knew that at the same time the suffering is just temporary right whatever suffering or hardships i'm facing they're they're temporary and it pales in comparison for any setbacks or any sort of like anguish i'd feel if i were to like fail at this point but you know if it were to happen so be it um but i knew it was just going to take it one day at a time at this at this at that same rate i definitely benefited immensely from your guidance and mentorship through your walk through it and uh, give me different little nuggets to take and apply because there's a lot of components to it that without any sort of planning or any sort of um, intention behind your day, it's easy to not just fall behind, but easy to, to fuck up. So uh, that was huge for me. I'd say intentionally, I knew I was going to be doing things that I've never done before. Um, and I'd be doing things with, you know, from the place that that's a good thing. So overall loved it uh grew a an absolute ton out of it and i think the i think overall there's i've had more stick from going through phase three of live hard than i have in any other portion of 75 hard or phase one or two that's that's what it was for me man is that it was like like you learned a ton through 75 hard in the first two phases but then there's something about phase three, and I don't know if it's because it's the culmination of everything coming together, or it's you've done it so many times that now it's like you become this whole different beast that it's solidified in your entire thread of who you're supposed to be and who you're, your true self, mm-hmm. the self that brings not only the most fulfillment to you, but also the fulfillment to others. And mine was the same way was that live hard. And I know we talked about that before was that it just seems like just, just the tie off of it is like, okay, we did it. A. So it's like winning the world series. Like I honestly did have that feeling. <laughs> yeah. But then at the same time, it's that solidification of I feel like, okay, I, I got it in my grasp. Like it is here, like palpable who you really are. I would say I experienced more of the law of attraction than mm. any other time in my life during phase yeah. three. And, I, and I've continued to experience that since. And that has been one of my favorite things that I've been blessed with in, during phase three. Um, one of those, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, how did that manifest for you? Uh, well, honestly, right from the start, I was gifted two phenomenal books that I'd highly recommend to anybody. And any, I, I say this a lot, any walk of life, if, you, if you're not reading things to progress yourself, like you're just doing yourself a disservice because it's 
number one, it's, it's brain food, right? It's something that just really sets the tone for a day, a week, a month. And I was gifted win- winning by Tim Grover and I was gifted, um, extreme ownership by Jocko Willink. And so at, when I got those, they were on my book list, but they were, and I honestly, the day before I got them, I was in a bookstore and I was like getting ready to purchase them. So it was literally like day, day one of is like literally like Santa Claus just dropped them in. Wasn't expecting them just like a really selfless gift that I received. So that was awesome. Um, and through reading both of those, they elevated every aspect of my day of my continual, uh, progression as a, as a human being. So I would say the one thing that, you know, coming out of live hard and like, like you said, it's like winning the world series. Um, I, when I finished phase three, after reading that winning book, you read, you learn a lot about the mindset and mentality behind not just Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, but a lot of people that seek winning in general and why the people that consistently win, why they consistently win and how that's not only a very hard thing to do, but a really noble thing to do and how to um, continually get yourself into a position that you can make that a reality. Um, So, you know, you talk about winning and finishing phase three. Yep. But at the same time, uh, celebrate it, enjoy it for a day. But then the, the day after, it's on to the next one, you know, because it's fleeting and it's temporary and winning doesn't care about what you've done. It's all about what right. you're continually to, to do and keep yourself disciplined and keep on doing. 24-hour rule. Yep. And I you don't want to be that guy in your 50s being like, I did live hard once. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. No shit. And that's your only claim to fame or well, you hang you know, your hat whatever. on, you know. Right. Yeah, that's that's not who we desire to be, nor who we are designed to be. And I think you're right. There's that newness in your mentality, and what a what a way to start off with two phenomenal books. I have not had the pleasure of reading Winning yet, but I know from Extreme Ownership that book calls you higher. Uh huh. <laughs> A lot. And I know we talked about this before when, when I came to Iowa was you find, you find yourself catching you a lot instead of blaming, even on like super minuscule things right. and reverting back to, no, this is on me. Like I could, I could do something somewhere better for myself or the people around me at all times right? in any capacity. And, and that that's awesome that I was able to manifest in books because I, I mean, personally, and I know we, we probably have both sentiments on this, is there's really no better gift than a book, especially one that provokes and challenges somebody the way that those two would. For sure. Not, not everybody's going to see it like that. <laughs> Reality is your perception, you know? Right. So that's awesome, brother. That's really yeah. cool. Now I, you did. Go ahead. Can you walk them through your diet? Uh, yeah. What you chose to do for phase three? Yeah. So Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say any importance to you choosing what you did. Yeah. So Leilani, um, 
for those of the for those of the listeners that don't know her, this is my girlfriend partner. Um, so she had done the whole thirty in the past, based off of uh, a lot of her food intolerances and allergies. So I'd seen her I'd seen her do it prior and know how much work it takes and you know but also the benefits from doing a pre and post whole 30 and just 30 days of eliminating a ton of garbage so that was my choice i did have caveats to it uh, just based off of budget and um, one of the caveats to doing whole 30 i wanted to be able to include black beans so i allowed black beans normally there's no lentils at all um i allowed for organic grass-fed butter um, because I was still training very hard and I wanted to make sure that I had something where I could get those calories. But also, I, um, you know, obviously one of the big things is reducing dairy, but I really uh, wanted to keep that portion of the grass-fed butter into my diet. Um, and I also allowed for rice. But the, the reasoning for the rice is for a similar uh, reasoning with the butters. I wanted to make sure that I'm getting the substrate that I need. And prior to that, um, prior to those rules, um, those would be things that would not be included in a Whole30 diet. Um, outside of that, I believe those are the, the only things that I had allowed for uh, deviation from initial Whole30. Outside of that, it's uh, meat, veggies, fruit, but obviously you don't just go ham on the fruit. Like you got to have some restraint and there's a little bit of moderation with that too. Do you have a cal caloric intake set? Um, I did not set one, but I definitely like, if I wasn't getting it, I was going to be absolutely dragging ass. And I, my goal yeah. was also to not lose weight, but gain weight, which I did do. Nice. So gained weight on a whole 30 diet and you gain like substantial like muscle mass and lean mass. Yeah. Right. You're not, you're not building fat like a couch potato. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, uh, it was, it was awesome. And when I wrapped up, um, one of the biggest things obviously is like you re you completely eliminate added sugar sweeteners. And on top of that, um, breads, grains, corn, um, so the day, I think it was the day after we were visiting my parents, we went to Oktoberfest with them Yeah. and I knew I was going to be just like, this is going to be no bueno. My body's going to hate this. <laughs> so I, I did my best to chug as much apple cider vinegar as possible, but we went to dinner. I was like, all right, a burger sounds fantastic so i did get a burger is this and after a day day of drinking a little bit too no well no this is before but gotcha. i got a story about that too but so i got that burger and i was like oh i don't really know about those french fries you know they're gonna be fried in vegetable oil this might be a lot but for some reason my mind was like oh the cottage cheese is a good option got the cottage <laughs> cheese. i had like two bites I'm like yo i can't eat that like i already feel like my stomach is just not having explode it. yeah literally then afterwards we go to Oktoberfest. Um, I had two beers and that next day I legitimately thought I was food poisoned. Dude, isn't that the wildest thing? I, I had that after I had that after phase two. I yeah, I don't know. I like was sweating, I had the chills, I 
woke up throughout the night. Like I, um, my stomach, I had the worst headache ever, like legitimately had the worst headache I've had in my life. Um, I started getting like nauseous. Like I was like, I was over the sink. I was like getting ready to like start dry heaving, but then it kind of went, you know, kind of went away, but it was rough, dude. I was like, dude, that's how I feel after having two beers and some dairy and some bread. This is going to be a, uh, interesting process post phase three so yeah that that's how it was for two on on mine the only reason it hasn't been like that for phase three is because i really haven't indulged like that necessarily yeah. and uh yeah man i just remember the next day after phase two not the next day but whatever timeline after dude my stomach hurt so bad it was like the and like the muscle around my stomach felt sore. Yeah, I'm sure it's super. Inflamed. And I didn't puke. Yeah, dude, that's pure inflammation. Felt like I had like fever, chills, like just massive inflammation going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, not fun. So but it's mean, good to remind yourself of those kinds of things, though, too, because when you get an operating level like that after lift hard you're just so proud and set you're so much more sensitive and you're like, yeah, I really don't have nearly as much of a desire to do maybe what we did in the past. Totally. I definitely know my cravings and whatnot have shifted a ton. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I, I pretty much stuck to that as a, uh, as a rule of thumb of just how I eat. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, every once in a while, I'm still having some, some sweeteners. I'll have a, you know, like oh, I think it was the other night we had. A, so somebody gifted us uh, this phenomenal tomato basil soup. Mm. Had some creamer in it, but I was like, man, okay, cold, windy day, a hot sandwich sounds phenomenal. So yeah, um, like things like cheese. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. great. It was fantastic. But uh, <laughs> gotta have those digestive. Uh, you know, support substances around too. App cider vinegar has done wonders for me. Um, that's what's up. I don't know if anybody's having that, but that's a absolute game changer. Patrick Flynn, man, put, put me on for real. <laughs> put you on the ACV. Yep. I, uh, with all the fall weather, I've been really wanting some pho. Mm. And that's, I can't wait to dive into a bowl of that. No doubt. More than a tomato. I'm sure the tomato and basil is probably solid, but man, just a, as soon as fall hits, I'm just like, uh, and yeah, this sounds, sounds good. Sound good. Um, We're actually making our way up to Toronto, which would make snacks in there. Hell yeah, dude! Fire. Did you uh have any quote that specifically stuck stuck in your mind during phase three, or even like a mantra that you made for yourself or anything? Mm. There's definitely a few, but I would say it was maybe more mental imagery. Sure. So uh, I always think of that interview of Kobe. I think it was like, I don't remember what game of the finals it was, what year. Might have been the 2010 finals. Um, but it was after they had won like game. They they're, they're up in the series like 3-1 or something like that. Maybe even 3-0. I don't remember. But he was like in a press conference after the game. And they're like, oh, you know, why aren't you celebrating? Or why are you look like, why so serious basically? And he, mm-hmm. Kobe just said, job's not done yet. Yeah, that was basically like my mindset throughout the whole phase three live hard of like, like, yeah, another day down, but job's not done yet. 
Yeah. And like, even after I finished, like I had that 24 hours, but then again, at the end of the day, job's not done yet because the job is bigger than doing live hard once. Mm. It's bigger than, you know, me holding myself to a high standard. It's truly a, a life mission of really just trying to not just bring out the best of myself, but, um, win at every level that I can as a, as a human being and not getting so self-absorbed into the minutia of the process of running a business or being, even just being a a chiropractor or being Mm. a boyfriend soon uh, to change to, um, I don't know, just different things of being a human being. Oh, that phrasing that you said right there, you said, as a boyfriend and then seemed to change i was like what <laughs> oh uh yeah i mean we get asked that like daily so yeah that'll change though too don't worry everybody chill their role um yeah man job's not finished that's that's uh i remember watching that recently actually yeah exactly and it's it's an iconic you know interview but um it's super powerful to me because all things considered, that dude won at every level. Mm. And, 100%. you know, he, like the impressive thing too is when he was done, man, like it was the same mentality that he took into like the business world and yeah. you read about that in the book and you read about, you just hear about it all the time. People are always bringing up videos, quotes of Kobe, just uh, mentally is, um, I don't know, man, there's n- nobody quite like it. Yeah. But it's not because it, it was anything else than just him being authentic with who he is and what his mission is and understanding that winning is something that requires intent every single day. Mm. I think a challenge, if you don't already have this practice, but as soon as you wake up, you know, obviously you might have a gratitude process, which I'll always encourage. Mm -hmm. But if you just imagine yourself, getting up out of bed just sitting there at the side and just thinking that first thought of the day job's not finished right and that kind of like lights a fire in my soul when i think about that it's like all right job's not finished like what can i do today to extend reach potential um changing lives work harder work smarter more efficiently and to set something of a legacy for that day yeah absolutely Cause that might be the last two, five, 24 hours you'll ever live again. Yes, dude, for sure. And I guess it's another thing that was on my mind too. A lot was like a lot of people talk about having not enough time, but like, I think a lot of time people are moving too slow. Like there's not yeah. enough urgency that like, like, Oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. And like, I'm guilty too. I'm not perfect by any means, but yeah. it's checking myself that like, you know, time's the thing that I, I can't get more of. And if I don't have a sense of urgency with it, then uh, I'm just, I'm wasting things. And like, yeah. I'm wasting the most valuable priceless commodity there is. So 100%. having a sense of urgency with it is huge. I want to share kind of like a mental energy that I have a lot of times. I'm, I'm curious on your perspective and how it relates to you, at least right now. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when I think about myself and what I'm doing currently, every video or post or thing I wrote down, write down in my own personal notebook or something like that. I always think to myself, 
you know, like if I passed away with Marshall as, as young as he is, like, does he have something to look back on and be like, dang, my dad was in the process, in the fight, creating something, moving, you know, pushing himself, all this kind of stuff and having like a, um, a more of like a written record or a visual record of things that I put out into the universe and the community. And that, that imagery, when I think of that, a lot of times hypes me up mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, what, not only am I doing this for the individuals of lives that I might touch, but my son's life and who he might touch based on this video that I'm making. Is there anything both maybe when you do have kids or even especially now with where you're at, that you have a mental imagery that kind of spurs you on with that personal legend and leaving a legacy that way? I mean, legacy is a big, a big value that Leilani and I both share. Because, uh, you know, uh, his, uh, so this is, is going to quote some, uh, some Game of Thrones, but I liked it. Uh, history remembers names, right? So um, at the end of the day, the names, names are a gift. So when it comes to what we're creating and helping people change their lives, I think one of the greatest things that we could ever do is give them, uh, help them feel, feel pride in their names. But as far as like leaving things like, you know, video wise or, or just even like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you call it like evidence of what what we've done. I definitely, you know, I think there's a lot of, we take a lot of pride in our presence, whether that be physically or um, social media wise. Like, I think there's a, there's a lot of pride to have in that presence. So um, I a hundred percent agree with that, you know, to look back, if I were to, you know, God forbid, but you know, if it's my time, it's my time. If I were to be gone the next day and I don't have a kid yet, but for the sake of what we're talking about, if I did, I hundred percent would want to make sure that there's, and that, that this comes back around to the urgency of like, I don't, I don't have the things that I need yet. I don't have, mm. I'm not there yet. And right. I mean, I don't plan on ever quite reaching there. And right. Like those goals that I have, they're sub sub goals of larger goals. And it's one on to the next. Right. One on to the next. Right. And just keep on having these not movable goalposts, but I'm I'm continuing to just keep on moving forward. And I hope that's not just coming across as my thing, but people that I look up to and I hope other people have the same mindset when it comes to their own goals. Um, And, you know, yes, I do want to leave stuff for my kids, but I also want to make sure that, you know, they, they find out for themselves what it means to, mm. to make something of your own. Yeah. My parents never left me any, they didn't leave me anything. Granted, they supported me and assisted me in becoming the man I am and the man I'm going to continue to be, but right. I wouldn't want them to really left me anything more. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't necessarily want to necessarily have like a, a pedestal that I leave for my kid, but I want to leave them opportunity or her opportunity that they can, uh, if they find themselves and continue to grow, I want to obviously set them up for success as much as possible, but that's the the long winded answer, I guess, to your question. Um, Yeah. Well, I think honestly through this entire evolutionary process that we've done, if, if there was one thing that I would want my kid to spur on towards completing would be live hard for sure because i know 
the results that I've seen. And it's not been anything where like <clears throat> people have told me who, who exactly I'm going to be afterwards, but they have told me and I've found out for myself that it will change you. Yeah. And that's the one guarantee. And if you guys are like, why are, we all, why are Dr. Nash and Dr. Gates always talking about this? Because that change comes and you learn so much about yourself that no matter if you're rich, poor, disabilities, no disabilities, like you are going to learn something that's going to make you better. For sure. And if I could, you know, if, if I could have one thing that my kid does in their entire life, obviously I want them to be like a good person and all that, but right. Live hard would be like, dude, if you could just do this at least once in your life, it'll teach you so much. Yeah. And I think as far as legacy goes, I, I don't know if there's a greater legacy than leaving, um, I don't know if examples, but just showing and, and not speaking it, but literally doing things that exemplify personal excellence in, in a way that like, that's the legacy, right? Like mm -hmm. that's, that's the standard to hold and to, to reach for and strive for. So yeah. whatever kids I have, as long as they continue the legacy of personal excellence and holistic success, Dude, I'm good with whatever, you know, that, yeah. that, that's better than any brick building, any trust fund I can leave my kids. So hundred percent, cause that's a uh, fulfillment. hundred percent. Well, before we leave, I wanted to get, if you could compile into one word or at least one phrase, your live hard process, what would you say? Hmm. I would have to give that the there's a lot of words that come to mind. I would probably say my gut wants to say truth because if you're not in line with, with truth between yourself, then there is no live hard process. How about you? That's good. I mean, kind of similar, I guess. Mine, mine, the word that comes to mind is awakening mm. or like rebirth. And I think between those two, truth, awakening, rebirth, whichever, that's what we all need. Yeah, man. We all need more of it, especially nowadays. More than ever. So, well, good fighters. Appreciate y'all supporting and listening in. You know where to find us at the underscore good underscore fight underscore ers on IG um, at Gates Mayor underscore DC. And you can find me at DC underscore Nash underscore T. Keep getting those rounds in. Keep pushing yourself and uh, step into who you're supposed to be. Yeah.